Advent, Day 2, Genesis 3 Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took its fruit and ate. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain and childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till the return, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skin, and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the garden of Eden he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. This curse was the converse of the blessing with which God had blessed all of his creation. The joyous dance of creation now became a dirge. Yet in the midst of God's curse, we hear a word of grace, the first glimpse of the gospel. 
and offspring of the woman will engage the serpent in combat and win. Here Adam shows all of us who have inherited his nature of sin how to stare the curse of death in the face and celebrate the promise that this curse is not God's final word. God's final word is his son Jesus, who said, I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent sent me may have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. This was Adam's hope, though he could not have articulated it this way. And this is our sure and certain hope while living in a world that is still so deeply impacted by the curse. Nancy Guthrie, in her book, The Promised One. Father, thank you for creating us in your image and blessing us. You are so good in that act. We ask even now for forgiveness for the ways we have been intentional in going against your ways. Even as Adam and Eve questioned your word and doubted your goodness, we do the same. May we even now abandon our ways of hopelessness and idolatry and cling to Christ, our only hope. Amen.